Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. I've titled this sermon this morning, Time to Get Busy. Look at your neighbor and tell them, time to get busy. Time to get busy. Time to get busy. How many have heard that from your parents? It's time to get busy now. It's time to get to work. And what I want to talk to you this morning is in the spiritual sense, obviously. It's time to get busy. We know that we can look around and we see examples like this with Ruth. We see loved ones that have passed on before, whether they were uh, mom and dads, brothers, sisters, spouses, and maybe they were taken suddenly. Maybe they were diagnosed with an illness and it took years Whatever the case may be, none of us have tomorrow promised. Amen? Amen. None of us. You know, at this time of the year, most of us like to settle back into this familiar routine, right? It's called going back to school. Our kids go back. And and we long for the normal, don't we? We long. Most of us like a routine. Uh, When you're retired now, it takes a while to settle in and into a new routine but eventually we all acknowledge that we like a routine we get up at a certain time we have our coffee our tea whatever it may be we do things on a regular basis we're creatures of habit I can I can take a look at anybody here and and just check them out and I can really tell you what are the things you like to do the things you like to say the phrases you'll come up It doesn't take a genius to figure all those things out because we're all ultimately creatures of habit. Amen? And there's something about getting back to doing what is normal. Again, how many parents are happy that there's a new normal again? Kids are off to school, you know? And for those that don't have kids or your kids have already grown up, maybe you're at that normal already or maybe you're seeking that normal. But we all want that normalcy in our life. We all want that. We want to be doing something consistent. For most of us, we long for that continuity, the familiar, the hum of a busy household, daily activities, coming home, making dinner, um, having a scoop of vanilla ice cream afterwards. Or better yet, some of Wayne's homemade ice cream. Oh, boy. Yeah, see, some of you have had his homemade ice cream. Wave your hand again, Wayne, right there. Right there, this man right here. But it's, there's something wonderful about getting back to the norm. You know what it is? It's a refuge. It's a comfortable place to be somewhere where it's comfortable. How many like coming home at the end of a day, of a work day, whether it's a vacation, and you just love coming back to your castle, right? It's, you're wherever you live, that's your castle. That's your home. And there's something comfortable about coming back to that place of refuge, where you can just relax and be yourself, right? Not that you're not yourself somewhere else, but it's, there's something about being in your place, Amen. right? How many know what I'm talking about this morning, amen? Right. All of us are like that. It's a refuge. Getting back to 2018, it's amazing how fast this year has gone. How many are with me on that? Yeah. We are in August. Kids are back to school If you have kids going back to school, it's amazing. School was just out the other day, right? Now they're back. Pretty soon it's going to be 
November, Thanksgiving, Christmas. We're going to be in 2019. Start date. I mean, it just sounds like some ridiculous date way out in the future. It's going by so fast. I can't believe it that we're already here in 2018, August of 2018. But how many know that unlike us who work and, and live in a time frame, God is everlasting. God is everlasting to everlasting. Amen? The Bible says He's eternal. He is God. I'm thankful this morning that He's in control and I'm not. God is in control. He's in control of Ruth's life today. He's in control of that family and the future. Now we will encourage, be encouraged to pray for her, lift her up. Today, this week, pray for that family. Amen? With that said, it's time to get busy. It's time to get busy. Life is passing us by. And these gray hairs, this gray hair right here, it comes because life goes by real quick. Life goes by real quick. You know, I'm 29 and I got these gray hairs and it's unbelievable. But at the same time, hopefully we learn and we have wisdom. I love that song where, Lord, give us wisdom. And it's up to you and I to ask for wisdom, first of all. You're not going to receive wisdom unless you ask for it. You know, we live in a world where we have so much information. Information galore, but very little wisdom. Very little wisdom. Unless you ask for it, you're not going to have wisdom. We can have all the Google we want. You know, Google's filled with information. YouTube's filled with information. But very little wisdom. It's time to get busy today. Amen? It's time to get busy. Again, we can sleep away this precious life of ours. And before you know it, you're 29. You're gray-haired, balding, can't do the things you used to do. Amen. You lose a race running at campground when 20 years before you would have smoked him. Just kidding, Garland. But I would have taken you. Nah. But you know what? God's given each of you a purpose. God's given each of you a plan in your life. Jeremiah 29, 11 reminds us of that. That's a promise to each of us. Amen? God's given each of you a purpose. It's time to get busy. Maybe you're here today and you have never stepped foot into your purpose. Maybe you've never stepped foot into what you know you should be doing. Maybe possibly because of fear. Possibly you never took that first step. Because you were afraid. Fear will prevent us from doing many things. Remember what I've talked about here in the past. Fear. F-E-A-R. False expectations appearing real. That's what fear is. Fear is nothing more than your imagination. Possibly because of the things of this world that occupy our thoughts and our mind. More than the things of God. Is why we've never gotten busy and done our purpose. I'm thankful today for our dream team, those that set up, those that help sound and media, those that help ushering. Raise your hand right now if you're plugged in and part of that dream team. Give them a big hand right now because you see them right now. We can't make this happen without them. 
dream team of 1984, the Olympic dream team, has nothing on our dream team. I just want to tell you that right now. They can have their Michael Jordan. I got Justin Rowe. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me this morning? I want to, re- <laughs> I want to read from uh, our text this morning. Stand with me. It's in Psalm chapter 90. If you need an outline, raise your hand. If not, uh, if you have one, we're going to read from Psalm chapter 90, which is on your sermon outline. How many are thankful for sermon outlines, right? You can follow along. I make it easy for you, and it's right behind me, too. Look at that. Psalm 90, chapter 90, and verse 1, out of the NIV, says this. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn people back to dust, saying, Return to dust, you mortals. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. Yet you sweep people away in the sleep of death. They are like the new grass of the morning. In the morning it springs up new, but by evening it is dry and withered. Let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you for your precious word. We thank you that it is truth. We thank you that it gives us wisdom. Now we pray, Lord, Help us to understand your word. Give us anointing. Give me the words to speak today that I may convey to your people the challenges that we all face today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen, amen. amen. Again, look at your neighbor and tell him, it's time to get busy. It's time to get busy. You may be seated this morning. You may be seated. How many know that trials may come and go But our God is steadfast and faithful. Amen? How many are thankful for that? You know, it's easy to look back at trials and say, wow, it wasn't that bad. But in the middle of a trial, it's bad. It's bad. The world's going to end. It doesn't, it's bad. How many have been through something horrendous? How many have been through something terrible that they never thought they'd get through? That you're saying in your, in your own mind, in your own spirit, I, I don't have the strength to handle this. Well, let me remind you, God is your strength. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. In doing what he's called you to do, he is your strength. He is your refuge. The question I have for you this morning at the outset is, with our time on this earth seemingly flying by, Are you being steadfast and faithful? Are you being steadfast and faithful to the task he's called you to do? You see, I can't do what he's called you to do, and you can't do what he's called me to do. Each of us have a purpose in this life. Amen? I'm not a musician. I'm not a singer. So I'm not going to attempt to do either of them up here. If I did, you would all leave. And you wouldn't come back. Are you taking advantage of the time, of the gifting that God has given you at this time? We have so many talented people here with various skill sets, various um, purposes that God has, has created in you, and you do it well. But some of you here today, and I'm not, I don't know who I'm talking to. I know that the Holy Spirit's talking to some people in here. He's called you to a purpose, and, and you know that, and you have yet to take that step 
of obedience. And I want to speak to you on that this morning. Are you taking advantage of the time? Again, as I've mentioned here many times, my 20-year-old son who passed away at 20 years of age didn't know he only was going to live to the age of 20. He thought he had his whole lifetime ahead of him. Many of you have known other young people that have left this earth at a young age thinking that they had all of their life to live a life. None of us have tomorrow promised. It's time to get busy. You know, the problem in our, in our society is that we're so busy. We're busy, busy, we're busy. Let me, let me ask this question. Have you, have you said to someone, oh yeah, we need to get together. We need to have you come over. Or they've asked you that, yet it never happens. Why does that happen so much? Because we're too busy. We live a life of busyness. Um, and, and, um, and most of it is not really quality busyness. It's not like, you're, you know, most of us that are still working for a living, you know, we're, we're busy providing for our family. We get home, we're tired, we know that, we understand that. But um, don't let your life be so busy that you don't open up for other people to come into your life. Open up that door. Nobody here is that busy. I can promise you that. Amen? Set aside the time. Call someone today and tell them you love them. My parents came over the other day. I wasn't feeling well. It was uh, uh, the other day, and they came and stopped by. And they just came by to bring by a bag of cling peaches, you know, uh, from their trees. They were so good. And, uh, you know, when, when they left... Tell them, I love you, Mama. I love you, Papa. You know, that's a privilege that we all have. Amen? Amen. For those of us that still have our parents alive or your loved ones alive, don't take for granted. Well, next time I'll tell them that. Tell them then. Amen? Amen. Amen. I didn't hear you. Amen. 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 Number one on your outline, God is our refuge. How many are thankful that God is your refuge? God is a place of refuge, amen? Psalms 90 and verse 1 says this. Let me go back to it here. It says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. And in the Hebrew, that word, the dwelling place, literally means our habitation, our home, our casa, our castle, amen? But also there's another definition found in the scriptures for this. And that means it's our place of defense or refuge. Refuge is a hiding place. It's a place where you're secure. It's a place where you're comforted, you're comfortable, and you're protected. How many feel that way about your home? It's a place of refuge, right? Amen. That's what God is to us. He's our place of refuge. When you're out of God's will, you don't have a place of refuge. In fact, you're running from him if you're out of God's will. And you don't have that. That's a missing piece in your life. How many have found that to be true? I found that to be true in my 20s. When I came to know the Lord in my mid-20s, I said, Lord, where have you been all my life? He was asking me the same thing. Where have you been? And, and now he's my refuge. Amen? You know, Anna and I will be celebrating six years of being the pastor and the first lady here at this church next month. Six years. Amen? Six years gone by so fast. But at the same time... We both have had to go to our place of refuge time after time after time. My wife 
we'll, we'll close the door and pray. She'll sing. Remember, Martin, when she used to live, when you guys lived together on the ranch, she would, she'd be singing. She still does that. All night long, right? She'll sing. She'll pray. And when I know she's singing, she's praying. She's, she's praying to the Lord. She's singing songs to the Lord. And we all need to do that. I'll lock my door in my office I have at the house. And that's my time. My, my children, my family know that when that door is locked I'm, or closed, I'm in my place of refuge. I'm praying. I'm seeking the Lord. And we all need to do that. Amen? Let me tell you that during that time period, we each have had to go to our dwelling place many, many times. That is our place of refuge. I can promise you this one thing, church, today. If you keep telling yourself that one day I'll get this right, one day I'll start to get busy and fulfill that purpose in my life or become a, a witness, a soul-winning uh, a believer to my neighbor, to my coworkers. one day I'll do that. That day will never come. If you keep putting off tomorrow, mañana, buhas, it may never come. Did I say that right? Okay, that was Tagalog for all of you that didn't know that. <laughs> Action is needed today. Action is needed today. When we realize and know with confidence that the Lord is our refuge, our place of defense, our dwelling place, we can boldly proclaim with truth and power whatever it is he's put in you. We can do that boldly and proclaim it. Amen? Amen. What is he prompting you to do today? Where is he prompting you to go today? He's spoken to somebody here. He's speaking to you today and he's challenged you. He has. Maybe that happened as a young child. I forget who I was speaking to recently. told me when they were, it was yesterday at an event, I was speaking to someone they knew as a young child, God had asked them to be an evangelist. I thought that was pretty cool. He was a young child. He was only about six years old. And God told him he was going to be an evangelist. And then later, somebody prophesied, said, you're going to be an evangelist. It's just cool when you hear those things. And now he's walking in those steps. He's a young 21-year-old man that's walking in that, in that uh, step, in that future. Those are God's promises. He'll speak to you just like that. Now, has he called you to be an evangelist? Maybe, maybe not. But we need, we need much more than that. We need co-laborers. We need teachers. We need uh, Sunday school teachers. We need all sorts of things. Amen? Amen? There's different places that we can all fit in. What is he prompting you to do today? Where is he prompting you to go? And number one, again, when you, when you take all those things into consideration... And don't begin to get overwhelmed and think, well, I can't do that. I don't have the education. I don't have the skill set. God is your wisdom. God will lead you. God will guide you. What were the very first words that Moses said to God Almighty when Moses was called out to lead the people of Israel? He said, who, me, Lord? I, I, I stutter. How, how am I going to do that? He felt so underqualified. He, he began to make excuses of why he couldn't do it. And the Lord was saying, don't worry. I got your back. I got your brother Aaron to help you. He's going he's gonna to speak with you and, and, and he'll help you. And more importantly, God was with them. Amen? Amen? Don't ever feel that you can't do anything. All things are possible to him who believes. Amen? Amen. Amen. You're a child of the king. You can do all things. Amen? Amen. All of you can. Remember, 
God is our refuge. Number two, and here's what I want to hit. God is eternal. Our time on earth is not. What I mentioned earlier about tomorrow, mañana, bujas. It may not come. It may not be here tomorrow. You may just have today. You may just have today. I told you about my pastor friend, Manny Campos, who came and preached here. This year, I saw him in March. Healthy as, as an ox. Healthy as ever. And now he's in heaven. That quick. In March, he didn't know he was going to be in heaven. He thought he'd be with his family, rejoicing for many more years, preaching at his church that he had in, in uh, Oliver's. Thank you, brother. And here he is now rejoicing in heaven. Don't feel sorry for him. He's in a, he's in a great place to be where we each should long for. Amen? God is eternal. Our time on earth is not. Psalms 90 and verse 2. Again, the word says, Before the mountains were born or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. The Hebrew definition for everlasting is this. Listen to these words. Always, ancient, continual, eternal, forever, permanent. God is eternal and we are not. God is eternal and we are not. That the word, the definition of eternal is also found in Exodus 3.14 where God sent Moses and he said, well, who should I tell him sent me? He said, tell him I am that I am has sent you. Again, that reference was made in John chapter 8, verse 58, when Jesus said, I am. He identified with God Almighty as the great I am. And, and what that means is the great I am, I, that I am, it means the, the eternal one. The eternal one. The one that's always existed. See, God isn't bound by time. He created time for us. There is no time in heaven. When we say eternity... We, we can't even wrap our mind around that because we're bound by 24-7, 365, uh, 30 days in a month. We're bound by these constraints. Outside of the physical realm, there's the eternal realm. There is no time. There is no, no time in heaven, no years. Eternity will be forever, and it's a concept that you and I don't know how quite to grasp. Amen. All I know is that one day... It will be heaven every day. Every day. Amen. Amen. God is eternal and our, our time on earth is not. We will soon return to dust from the dust we were created and dust we will return to. How many know this is describing God and not you and I as far as God is eternal? God is eternal. Again, we are not Far too many of us, we've had, for too many of us, we've had dreams, but again, we haven't walked in that purpose. We haven't gotten busy. We haven't, we haven't stepped out in faith because we've been fearful, amen? Or we think, well, I, I, I'm too old now. You're never too old. Prayer warriors, the best prayer warriors I know have gray hair. The best prayer warriors I've ever heard of have gray hair, amen? So once you turn 29 and older and start getting gray hair, look out, world, look out. Prayer warriors, I'm here to remind you this morning that you are here by the grace of God. Amen. None of you again had today promised when you got up out of bed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. 
And the expression that we love to say here in this church, it's good to be seen. It's good to be seen. When I see you, it's good to be seen. It's good to see you, brother. It's good to be seen. That's what we say around here. You know why? Because our brother Ed taught us that, but that's the truth. It's good to be seen. Amen. In eternity, it's going to be too late to tell that family member about God, about what he's done for you in your life, about how he's forgiven you of your sins and your past and given you a new life. You're now a new creation in Christ Jesus. In eternity, it's going to be too late to tell your co-worker about God. In eternity, it's going to be too late to tell that neighbor or that person that you keep saying, one of these days, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him. Today is the day. Amen? Today is that day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Not mañana, not tomorrow, not bujas. It's today. It's today. So again, God is eternal. Our time on earth is not. And then my third point is, God gives us strength. You may say here today, but Pastor Rick, you don't know how busy I am. I'm going to school. I'm working. Um, I've got two, uh, you know, dogs at home. I've got two kids. I've got to feed them. I've got to feed my husband or vice versa. And, And I just don't have time for all that. No, we all have the same amount of time. We all have 82,400 seconds every day. It's how you manage that. How do you manage that? Because how many have said like me, man, I wish I had more time, right? We've all said that. But seriously, you don't want more time. You're just going to be more tired, that's all. You're going to wear yourself out. It's just about managing your time. And I'm going to be speaking about that here coming up, about managing our time and, and managing it wisely. Amen? Because so many... People, I believe, get ripped off in life because they don't manage their time well. But God, getting back to this point, God gives us strength. He is our strength. Psalm 90, verses 4 through 6. Let's read this. Let me read this. It says, A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. Yet you sweep people away in the sleep of death. They are like the new grass of the morning. In the morning it springs up new, But by evening, it is dry and withered. It's describing life. It's describing the cycle of life. We start off young and fresh, and we sprout up green. We're green behind the ears. And then slowly, you get to be 29. You get gray hair, and you start withering away. You can still run quick, but not as quick as before. (laughs) Life catches up to you, amen? A thousand years are nothing in God's eternity. A thousand years, the Bible says, is like a day. It's like a night to God. Again, there's no time in heaven, but that's how, how a thousand years is. Here we can't even comprehend a thousand years. We go back in history a thousand years, the Middle Ages, and we're, you know, we can't relate to it really because we, we have a lifespan of 80 plus years. The typical normal lifespan is 80 plus years. A thousand years are nothing to God's eternity. It's time to get busy. Today is the day. Amen. Sometimes we can become overwhelmed with life in this process. The obstacles that we face in this 21st century are many, many obstacles. The stresses of life can make you weak. There's bills to be paid. Prices are always going up. Gas seems to always be going up. Rent goes up. Even your mortgage sometimes can go up. 
bills, you get a contractor to do a job and all of a sudden they get an add-on and there's this revision and that revision and now all of a sudden your, your, your job just increased and now that bill's due. There's pressures of life, stresses of life that people didn't have to face years ago. We live in a world that just brings so much stress upon you, especially here in our state of California because it's so expensive to live here. In fact, it may get so bad some days that you may just wake up that Monday morning and just want to curl up and not get up out of bed. How many have ever felt like just doing that? Just curling up in your bed and just saying, Lord, can I just stay here all day in my pajamas and just not move all day long except to get up to the refrigerator and maybe eat something? You know, we all have felt like that at some times, but you can't escape from your problems. You have to face them. Amen. God gives us that strength. He is our strength. Yes, He is. Yes, He is. I want to remind you today that God gives us that strength to live one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. Much like the person who's struggling with an addiction, alcohol, drugs, AA, NA, um, gamblers, GA, they have a Gamblers Anonymous. Whatever it is, they teach you, deal with life one day at a time. Un día a la vez. One day at a time. And when you do that, God gives you the strength for one day. Because what, what happens is we get overwhelmed when we start thinking about next week and then next month and then next year. We get overwhelmed. And God never, ever wanted you to think that way. He, what he wanted you to think is, I am giving you daily provision today, just like he did to the Hebrew children in the desert when he gave them manna every day. He gave them food for how many days? One day. One day, except on the eve of the Sabbath, he would give them enough for two days because they were not to work on the Sabbath day. What that means is he gave you what you needed every single day. He gave you what you needed, and he still does the same. He gives you what you need. When you learn to do this, God truly becomes your strength and your refuge. God is our strength, amen? I love what it says in 2 Corinthians. Chapter 12, and here it says this, it says in verse, uh, I don't know if we have this scripture, oh, there we go, we have it. Um, it's actually supposed to be verse 9, not 10. So it says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Let me say that again. My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. What it's really saying is, Lord, when I feel weak, you're my strength. That's when he steps in. And, and what he's wanting you to admit to him is, Lord, I need you. I need you to be my strength. We hopefully all have gotten there. Hopefully every one of you can say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I can't do it without you. I need to fa every day I need you to face all the things that I face every day. God is speaking here this morning to someone that needs to make a decision, as, as I said at the outset. God is speaking to someone that is faced with a decision, and the Holy Spirit is saying, you need to get busy and act now. You need to get busy and act now. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know. But God is speaking to someone here today. God loves you and wants to remind you He's your refuge. He's your place of strength. He's your place of peace. How many are wanting peace this morning? You want peace? Run to Him. Run to Him. 
He is eternal and He is your strength. He is your refuge. He's eternal and He's your strength. But we need to get busy, church. We need to declare to others who He is. Won't you come to Him today, this morning, whoever I'm speaking to you. I just, I just believe that, that God's created this, this purpose in us, in every single one of us. And until you acknowledge Him as Lord and Savior, is that purpose revealed to you. He will speak to you through the Word of God, through the sermons that you hear, and through other people. Three different ways He gives us to hear that echoed in our life. He is speaking to someone here today. He's speaking to you today. I want you to stand with me this morning. And if you'll stand as we worship the Lord, I want to open this area up here in front to you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you this morning that God's purpose would be fulfilled in your life. It's time to get busy, church. It's time to continue to labor in Him. If you're feeling weak and you're saying, Pastor Rick, I I don't know what else I can do. I know someone that can speak to you. I know someone that can be your strength. Amen. I want to pray for you as well. If that's you, come on up this morning. Just come on up here in the front. But this morning, I want every head bowed as as those that are coming up for prayer come. And I want to pray this prayer right now for everybody. Father in heaven, God, I know that times get tough. It's, it's a tough world we live in. The stresses of life, working, going to school, raising a family, it's not easy. There's so many pressures. So many pressures. But I pray, Lord, that you would be the refuge for every person here. I pray, Lord, that because you were eternal, I can trust you. Lord, I thank you that you're my strength, that I can run to you. And I pray that blessing upon everyone here, that they would be reminded that they can put their trust in you and that your purpose would be fulfilled in their life. I pray, Lord, help us to get busy. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord.